0: Welcome to the ultimate journey of self care, the business edition, where we discuss all things business. Whether you have a brick and mortar business or an online business or both, whether you're in the health, fitness, or wellness or coaching space, we've got you covered here. Listen in to all of our episodes to get manageable, bite sized coaching tidbits that you can put into practice immediately. I'm grateful to have you with me on this journey. And welcome. Hey, everybody, it's Allison Katzkowski. Welcome to the business edition of The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am your host. I am excited to be with you today. So before I get into what I want to talk to you about today, and today I want to kind of pull back the curtain a little bit and tell you about what really goes on at our retreat experiences. I just wrapped up um, our Innovate Retreat. We do two of these a year for the business leaders, uh, business owners, and entrepreneurs that are in my Innovate Academy Business Accelerator program. This is a, what I like to call a, a mini mastermind in which we are exploring ways to innovate and grow in your business using what I call the hybrid business model, which is a combination of in-person and online. So, and most of my students that are in the Innovate Academy um, already either have a business or they're getting started with the business and they need a little bit more of an online presence. But they also want to maximize an in-person piece to go with that. Uh, so it's not an either or an or. And part of that program, uh, we as that I offer two retreats a year that go with that program. So when you're in the Innovate Academy or you're an Innovate Academy alumni, then you get to take advantage of coming on retreats. Um, that's kind of just an extra added value bonus. Um, and I'll I'll share with you kind of some of the nuts and bolts and of, of what we do and what went on behind the scenes. But before I do that, I want to uh, remind you that starting next week, March the 9th, we are going to be changing the focus of this show. Instead of calling the show the Business Edition, um, we are going full throttle into retreats and events, and the name of the show is going to become Creating the World's Best Client Experiences. And I feel really strongly about this, number one, because I don't really feel like anyone else out there is really talking about what goes into a client experience. There's a lot of how to do this and how to do that, a lot of strategy, a lot of tactics. Um, There's a lot of people out here talking about the mindset of what goes on as a business owner, and all of that is well and good. It's all needed. But in terms of creating an amazing client experience, there's really not a lot in the podcast space that really addresses this. And being that people are longing to be together in person now more than ever. And even if you're 100% online in your business, or maybe you're you know, partially online, partially in person or whatever, I really want you to think about what you put into a client experience, specifically from the retreat and event space. This is what we're going to be talking about. I'm going to be talking to industry leaders, people who are already doing these types of things, people who are maybe thinking about doing these things and maybe are just sort of dabbling a little bit because there's a lot of, as you know, a lot of what we need to do As we do it, we kind of have to figure it out as we go, right? So starting next week, this show will become creating the world's best client experiences. So you're definitely going to want to tune in and follow that. And if you do events in your business, if you do retreats in your business, if you want to do more retreats and events in your business, if you're interested in changing how you do your client experiences, you definitely want to tune in. And in fact, we may, my team and I may be interested in having you on as a guest so please stay tuned there's going to be lots of good stuff coming here uh if you listen to my other show the ultimate journey of self-care which drops every tuesday morning we are keeping that in place um that is our flagship show and that is not going anywhere i'm just speaking to you about what's going to be happening from the standpoint of this particular show so stay tuned but today what i want to do is just kind of take you behind the scenes briefly of what goes on at one of my retreat experiences, being that I've just come off of one. There's just, uh, there was so much that went on. And I really think people ask me all the time, what do we do at your retreats? I actually had someone online yesterday, wrote on one of my Facebook posts, "Um, I'm going to make it a priority to get to one of your workshops. And I'm like, well, that's interesting because I don't really call my retreats workshops. Somebody else called it a conference the other day. And it's not really a conference either. And so I feel like I just want to take a few minutes and kind of give you my philosophy on what I really think a retreat is. Number one, it's not a workshop or a conference. That to me implies there's going to be a lot of work being done. Um, A conference to me is a whole bunch of people speaking at something, and then you get to choose what events you go to, right? And a workshop is more like a hands-on, let's dive into a topic, Let's uh, workshop, let's mastermind, let's create something. Now, there is a little bit of that that goes on at my retreats, but this is really more a deep dive into you. And so I think really a real retreat, and there are a lot of people out there doing retreats that really aren't retreats, if I'm being honest. They're more like getaways, girls' weekends, boys' weekends, vacations, um, work trips, whatever you want to call it. That's not a retreat. A retreat is where you turn inward and seclude yourself away from your current environment and take a deep dive into who you are and where you're going. It's really more an experience where you're breaking down what's not working and creating something new that can work when you get home. See, a vacation to me is getting away from the current day-to-day, right? It's kind of a chance to recharge, refocus, um, you know, on vacation and you might sleep in a little bit longer. You might stay up later. You might eat and drink differently. You might do different, you know, excursions and activities. Nothing wrong with that. Everybody needs vacations. But let's be clear, it's not the same thing as a retreat. A retreat is a chance to really ch- start to change your self-concept, right? It's a ch- it's a chance to really look at how you want to live going forward. The whole idea is for you to upgrade yourself. It's for you to come home a different version of yourself. So there's no needing a vacation from your vacation, right? There's no needing to get caught up because I've been gone. It's you're simply picking up with the plan that we work on when you're with me on a retreat. And I've had lots of people join me over the last several years since I've been doing retreats. I've led this past weekend was my 20 second retreat that I've actually led as a leader. And so I share that with you because I feel like it is one of those things that you just, you have to get used to doing. You have to do, figure out what went well, what didn't go well, what you would do different, learn from it, move into the next one. It's one of those things that you just have to keep doing to get better. And everybody has their own unique style of doing things. If you're a business owner or a business leader, you have your own way of doing things with your clients. You have your own, um, you know, approaches. Uh, mechanisms, processes, whatever you want to call it, but all of that being said, whatever you do as a retreat leader should be uniquely your style. Now, you may borrow things from other people, you may borrow things from people that you work with or you mentor with, but the what you do on retreat should be your own body of work. And there's, you can make some what you learn from other people your own, but you have to put your own spin on it. And this is really what we do at my events. What what I, what I have really gotten into more and more over the last 3 years is the personal development space. And I do a lot of this on all of my retreats. To me, it's all about becoming a better version of yourself. So, being that my background, for those of you that don't know me, my background is in health and fitness. I've been a fitness entrepreneur for close to 25 years. I've owned a brick and mortar studio which I downsized several years ago and moved to where I am now, which is a much smaller, more functional space for me, because 70% of what I do now is online. Between the production of this show and the other show and the online work that I do with coaching private clients and the Innovate Academy program, only about 30% of my business is in person, which that's a stark contrast from where I was you know, seven or eight years ago when I was 95% in person, roughly, maybe 90% in person. Okay. So there's a, a bit of a learning curve that goes with that. But but I say that because we can get good at what we do often that we sort of forget that we can do things different. We get so used to doing things a certain way. And I think that was part of what I have been doing in my business for so long in individual one-on-one training, small group training, teaching group fitness, that type of thing. We did do uh, some workshops. I did a little bit. I dabbled a little bit in corporate consulting, but really my roots were always were in working with people, whether they were individuals or small groups. And since the pandemic, I've worked a lot more with entrepreneurs and do a lot more business coaching. So I really have two arms of my business. So there's lots of ways that I can take what I do and put it in a retreat experience. But what I really love about doing retreat experiences is the opportunity to, you know, get out of your current environment, number one, because you can't keep doing, you can't attempt really to do something new and have it stick. If you're in your current environment, you have to get out of that. So leaving and going somewhere is always the best approach, you know, and we've done retreats locally. We've done retreats and events at, you know, the beach, the mountains, which is a two or three hour drive from where I live here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, we've been to Florida. We always go to the Keys. If you know me, you know I love going to the Florida Keys and we're going back there this May. And this time we're going to be down there the whole month and we'll have two retreats going on down there. We're also going to St. Lucia this November and we'll be going to New Zealand next February. That's February 2024. So if you want more information on our retreats and how you can join us and you know, you want to see kind of what we're doing, you can go to my website at www.theallisonk.com backslash retreats, or excuse me, I think it's forward slash retreats. Or if you just go to my website, you'll see the retreat, you'll see the retreat link at the top on the top right hand side, and you can click on that. And it will take you right to the page where you can see everywhere that we've been, you can see where we're going, you can see what's coming up, you can see dates and all of that. So I would recommend that you do that if you're you're thinking that this could work for you. But but basically, this past weekend, we what what I always like to do when people arrive at an event is I always like to have, sort of have a welcome activity. But I always want my participants to start speaking into what they want to carry away. I believe that you go to these events and you have something in mind that you would like to either learn, create, or take away. But what we also have to acknowledge is what got us there. And I think there's a really delicate balance of how to do this. And simply because it's so easy for us to keep talking about what we don't want or what hasn't worked. Right. So, for example, um, you know, I've had people show up at retreats and all they want to talk about when they get there is how hard work has been, how hard their life has been they're You know, they're not getting along with their partner. Uh, work is crazy. Uh, the the kids are getting on my nerves. Uh, work isn't working. Whatever you know, and so we we have to be really careful how much we speak into the things that we don't want. Um, and so I really want to know what has gotten you here, but I also want to know what's important to you that you walk away with. And a lot of times we don't really know what that is. We might just have an idea, but. Nine times out of 10, we do have something in mind that we would like to take away. Now, it may present in a number of different ways, but I I like to know that because as a retreat leader, I have learned to completely trust my instincts on how things are positioned so that you get what you need. And I know that sounds kind of wonky. It sounds maybe hard to understand. You're like, yeah, right, Allison, whatever. There's no way you can know all that ahead of time. And you're right about that. But what I have learned is, is that even if I put together an agenda um, with, you know, a number of different activities, what I have learned to do is completely trust myself based on what I think the group needs as we get going into the event, because a lot of times there are things that will present itself, you know, dynamics in the group. Somebody may present with a personal struggle. Um, somebody may present with. Um, a communication problem, something they may have a tricky thought around something that just kind of presents itself when we're working on an activity. And I have learned that those opportunities are often golden for, you know, spotlighting, not to gaslight, for example, not that at all. But it's it's an opportunity to point out where somebody might be in their own way. This is something that as a retreat leader, you absolutely cannot make up, but you absolutely want to happen 100% because it makes your job as a facilitator so much easier and the experience becomes more meaningful for everybody there. And this is what we did this past weekend. We opened up with this welcome activity. I always have a deck of what I call intention cards and we always use those. There's a number of different things you can do with that. It just kind of keeps things fun and interesting. And then Friday, we usually, the first day of all my retreats is usually sort of what I like to call a present day deep dive. We look at what what's working, what's not working, where they are, We do what I like to call an energy deep dive, in which we look at the various areas of your life, because let's be honest, as business owners, how we do us always shows up in our business and vice versa. So we want to get all of that cleaned up. We want to look at, you know, what we're thinking and believing. We want to sort of clear away the things that are in the way right? I always like to start with that. And I think that's really important because I feel like if we dive right into what people want from the very beginning, there are a lot of opportunities that we miss. And there are a lot of little nuggets that might come out in what I like to call this energy clearing process, which actually can make the rest of the retreat a lot more meaningful for everybody. Because, you know, if you've been in a group situation, you know that If someone says something, you might be able to relate to it better. You can offer feedback. That person benefits. Then, when it's your turn, the same thing happens. These are all things why having a small group is so powerful and why, in my opinion, retreats shouldn't be big, huge groups of people. I just think you lose some of the intimacy and you lose some of the magic. So, I personally think a real retreat is a smaller, intimate group of people with a specific focus. It's really more of an inward, deep dive. Um, on yourself, really, because honestly, as a business owner entrepreneur, you know, it really is a long-term journey into getting to know yourself better. That's really the journey of being an entrepreneur because as we evolve, our businesses change, right? And that's how it should be. So I've got a cool invitation for you. Ever since the pandemic turned the health and fitness and wellness industry on its collective head, what I'm feeling called to do now is to help health and fitness entrepreneurs I wanna invite you to come over and join me there. Join me over in my Innovate and Grow for fitness and wellness professionals in the coaching space on Facebook. I would love to have you there. We've got lots of really fun things going on in there. I've got my weekly live show that I do every Wednesday at noon where I give away real informative business tips, the real stuff, folks. This isn't just some cheesy sales strategy. Come over and join me in Innovate and Grow for fitness and health wellness entrepreneurs on Facebook so that you don't miss any of the action. I will see you there. So we do this energy deep dive. I do a number of different activities with this. I have a little activity I call the trust scale. And what we do is we work on, um, you know, some of our thoughts and beliefs. You know, some people call it a vision board. Personally, I don't think vision boards really, you know, do a whole lot. Honestly, I feel like we have to really get real with what we're thinking and believing every day and acknowledging that we're going to be in a crappy place sometimes, right? But that when we know the right ways to recognize what that means for us, and a lot of it is really how we talk to ourselves and what we want it to mean for us. Once we do that, then we're better able to phrase what I like to call trust statements, Um, in a way that makes you feel good, right? And it gets you excited and motivated. And honestly, the higher your energy is, the more likely you're going to have clarity around, you know, business and personal things and personal goals and things of that nature. So we do all of that on the first day. And if you've been with me on a destination retreat, you know, I always like to use a compass. For metaphorically speaking, I think it's an amazing way to point out direction, um, future path, uh, the the map to your future. There's just a whole lot of variables that we can use using the analogy of a compass. So, and in fact, when you come with me to Key West, one of the signature activities we do is we take a walk on the compass, which there's actually a real compass painted on a pier on one of the beaches in Key West. Um, it's on painted on the White Street Pier. You can look it up online, the painted compass in Key West. And it's a giant um, cement walkway if you will on the end of a dock and it's perfect for a group activity and it's really powerful for people to verbalize your future directions say it out loud while you're walking on the compass so we do a lot of that and then after that um the next day we usually dive into the individual pieces of the compass that are part of the system that i teach the fit life system at the innovate retreat this past weekend once we did all of that on friday then we were better, excuse me, better able to workshop um, some marketing and messaging and how to have productive conversations, especially when you're online. And if you're used to being in person, having conversations with people online uh, can be, you know, a little bit daunting because you're like, who the hell is listening to me, right? You know, what's happening here? So that takes a specific mindset. And if we're clogged up in our mind with these thoughts that nobody's listening, I don't know how to do this, this isn't going to work, then no matter what strategy and tactics you put in place, it's not going to produce what you want, right? So we want to get all that out of the way so that when we actually work on the marketing and the business stuff, that it's actually productive for us. So Saturday, that's what we did. We started off with some positioning-based exercises for marketing. We did some we kind of brainstorm and workshopped a little bit on some ideas. And then I always give my students what I call hot seat time and what you get dedicated time with the group's eyes on what you're working on. It's like you have this giant brain trust that's that's working for you. Right. So basically, it we work on ourselves, but we work on our business, too. This is what we do at the Innovate Retreat. And we're going to have our next one in August And it'll be again at Lake Norman, North Carolina. Um, I have a vacation place up there where we spend a lot of time in the summer. And so we're going to be going back there in the summer. So if you're a business leader, entrepreneur, and you're thinking this might sound interesting for you, um, definitely reach out to me and get on the interest list. And once we have the details, I can definitely send that over to you. That will be in August of this year, likely the first or second week. So that's just a little bit closer look at what we do on some of our retreats. I'm going to be talking a lot more about specific retreat themes, how to vision cast, what types of things you can put in a retreat experience that make it an amazing experience, not just for you as a leader, but for your people that come because you want your people walking away raving about their experience so that not only do they come back, but they tell all their friends, right? So, you know, we really want to be talking about what makes an amazing client experience right here on the show. And this is what we're going to be doing going forward. So I just had to jump in here and give you guys kind of a little backstage view, kind of tell you how amazing it was. You know, sometimes, you know, people have these moments where, you know, they have a tricky thought. They have a, you know, the an old feeling might come up from the past, something that isn't resolved and it almost always presents itself Um, when we're challenging ourselves to go in a different direction, right? So, you know, we have to address that so that we're able to move forward in a much more productive way. And every time I do a retreat, this happens with at least one or two people. Um, I call it the earthworm effect. Um, It's something that my coach taught me, um, you know, a long time ago, that what that simply means is that there's, there's a wound or there's a feeling or there's something that's unresolved in us that's underneath. And then when a similar situation presents itself, that old feeling will always come up. And that's just, you know, that's just the universe's way of saying, hey, we need to take a look at this so that you can better resolve it so that you can move forward from it. Because, you know, that saying history repeats itself. yep that's what it is. So there's always things like that that happen. And it always presents a great opportunity for the people that are there but also for me as a retreat leader, um, because with every retreat that I do, I just get better and better at putting together the right combination of things, but also knowing when it's enough, right? There's not this idea that we need to pack a lot of stuff in. You know, we less is more. That's always one of my retreat beliefs. Less is more. Um, it can be much more impactful for the people there. You don't want your people leaving exhausted. I mean, they're going to be a little tired because you pushed them and that's what you should do. but You also want them leaving feeling refreshed and energized and ready to go. And if they're on overwhelm or brain overload, that's likely not going to happen. So we just want to make sure that we take the adequate steps and put the right pieces in place so that you have the best experience as a leader. But more importantly, your people have an amazing experience, too. So that's what I got for you today a little behind-the-scenes action of what goes on at my retreat experiences. I'm super excited to launch, to break in with a new show, Focus, starting next week, creating the world's best client experiences. I would love your feedback. Feel free to reach out to me. You can go to my website at www.theallisonk.com and send me a quick note, or you can send me a DM on any of my socials, and um, I'm certainly happy to respond. I love hearing from you. Uh, this is Alison Katskowski with the business edition of The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I will see you on the next episode.